Hey, Fairborne City Manager Rob here with Megan Howard. Hi, Megan. Hi, Rob. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. Me too. Yeah, okay is a good word. I mean, it's a little, the weather's been a little, uh, even though it's warm, it's just a little iffy. Yeah. Uh, very mid. So uh, we are, <laughs> I, I learned a new word if you can't tell. Um, so, it, you know, I think we're all just kind of uh, gloomy like the weather out, but at least it's warm. It's a good thing. Don't urban dictionary that word. Right. Don't yeah, right. Don't don't look that up. Um, this is episode nineteen of the Rumor Has It podcast. If you've listened to the previous eighteen episodes, you know what we're about. If this is your first time, this welcome. is more of a yeah, welcome. We appreciate having you and thanks for listening. And um, we had an excellent episode in episode eighteen. We had Joe yeah. Hall come That's in good. and talk about the Hall Across America and his walk from Delaware to California, which is still <laughs> crazy to me that that he no. did that and he had a great message about mental health, and we just if you, if you haven't listened to episode eighteen, um, stop listening to this one now and go back and listen right. to that one, and then come back to this one because he was terrific, and I really appreciate him spending some time. And he's doing some worthwhile fundraisers, so if you are inclined and uh, listen to that episode and want to help uh, his cause, we certainly recommend that. Yep, uh, just a tremendous, tremendous person and great guest. Yeah, he was really good. He was awesome. Yeah. And I think we could have probably gone for three hours just having him tell stories and, you know, about, but we could have asked him probably a thousand more questions than we did, but he was again, really good. And so if you, yeah. if you're inclined, hallacrossamerica.com, um, he's on Facebook, uh, he's on social media, he's on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, you can catch him anywhere and he's very open and honest in his, uh, when he posts and he's, yeah, just a superhuman. Yeah. And we'll probably have him back because it sounds like he's going to do some more stuff. So. He's a wild man. Like he just will take on any challenge. It doesn't matter. I know. I did a 5K on Saturday. Did he? (laughs) No, I mean, I did. And I thought, you know, at one point I'm like, this was like the start of his morning probably. That's 5K more than I've done. Well, you know, that's okay. That's good. It was cold. It was 13 degrees. Yeah. And it's what, like, what is it right now? 59? Yeah. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Something is going on, and I'm not sure I want to start the debate about weather and climate, but yeah. yeah anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're happy that you tuned into episode 19 here. We've got uh, this first one in February. February is Black History Month. It is. And if you followed our social media, we've done a few posts about yeah. uh, some uh, Black History facts, and then we've highlighted some businesses in Fairborn that have recently opened and, and folks that have... Uh, we did some ribbon cuttings for so let's talk a little bit about those megan let's start with the main house event center yeah uh we had a chance to tour that they did a ribbon cutting last friday and man is that a beautiful facility i we have heard that it is emily actually did um so she goes out and uh, will talk with some business owners and really has been doing this for quite a while since she's been here with us and she recently went to the main house and kind of toured it with them and talked with them and it has been one of our most uh, highlighted and liked kind of tours oh, that she's done um, on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. Um, so they've they've got a lot of good kind of publicity from that. So we're super excited for them. And I just saw yesterday they actually teamed up with the group that came for Frozen the 13th. It sure did. So they're doing uh, something in March. They're um, doing a tea with princesses. Tea, which I thought yes. is so awesome. Um, but you got to tour it. And I did. And, and, you know, shout out to Courtney and James, the owners yeah. of uh, the Main House Event Center. They took a, what was a funeral home? And I admit was not in there when it was a funeral home. I wasn't. Uh, but 
they did a beautiful renovation to it. If you're looking for a place to have a uh, a wedding, a small meeting, you have a you know you want to hold a host an event like the yeah. uh, the Disney Princess Tea, it's a perfect place for it, right in the center of downtown. What's extra special is uh, Courtney's a Fairborn person. Yeah. I think James is maybe too. They've been here for they've uh, been here a for a time. long time. When they were doing the renovation, they were very specific and intentional to only hire as much as they could hire Fairborn businesses to do the renovation, yeah. which I think is incredible. There were a couple of things they said that they didn't have a local uh, contractor for. They couldn't do the work, so they had to sub that out to somebody else. But for the most part, 90% plus of this business was renovated with Fairborn people. Yeah. So just tremendous opportunity. They had a, The event was terrific because they really were trying to highlight the services they provide, but also potential vendors that they could use. Right. And they teamed up with our Spark Kitchen members to be uh, maybe preferred vendors. So if mm -hmm. you have an event there, they're willing to work with our Spark folks to provide the food. Yeah. Uh, just a, a tremendous thing, a way to give back. And uh, if you ever get a chance, uh, first check it out on social media. Emily did a great job with the highlight. She did. Um, it's a beautiful building. And if they, you know, if it's open and um, go go check them out. It really is something special. Yeah, it's and we actually had somebody within the I think it's New Carlisle kind of community Facebook group tag the city <laughs> in it because they're the individuals looking for you know a, a kind of an intimate setting. Yep. Uh, they tagged us because we had just shared the Chamber of Commerce ribbon cutting about the main house. So yep. I just thought it was interesting that you know here's this you know new business that is getting publicity and, you know, their communities for their, uh, for their space. So that was pretty cool. Terrific. So yeah, it's, again, if you get a chance to go check them out, the other business that, uh, did an opening recently and had a nice article in the Fairborn or in the Dayton Daily News is yeah. the African Utopia Boutique. Yeah. Um, if you don't know Sylvia and James Chess, Sylvia, they are entrepreneurs. Um, James is a Fairborn high school graduate. Mm -hmm. Um, I think served time in the military and served all over the, the world and then moved back to Fairborn. Um, they opened up a boutique uh, in downtown. They have several businesses already. They have a yeah. building uh, in downtown, so they've uh, given back tremendously the last few years already mm -hmm. and decided to open a boutique. And I've not been there yet. Hope to go there soon to, to check it out. But it looks like some beautiful things you can buy there. Yeah, from what from – what, from after we posted the article – and just the couple comments uh, initially that we received from the individuals that have been there. Excuse me. It is amazing on the inside. And yeah. I haven't been there yet, but uh, I'll be interested to go and, and check it out. The jewelry that we've already seen posted is, is beautiful. Incredible, yeah. Um, and we have, you know, just incredible businesses downtown anyway. Um, but be sure to check uh, check both those out. There are new businesses that have opened, um, you know, especially uh, with this being Black History Month, we want to support uh, all businesses, but, you know, especially those that are black owned, yeah. um, just support those um, individuals as they continue to uh, invest in invest, invest in Fairborn, right. right? Invest in their hometown, which is the key piece to it. Uh, no matter uh, who they are, we love it when Fairborn people invest in Fairborn right. and help other Fairborn businesses. So it's just a tremendous story. And again, if you're out and about downtown, I believe the, the I think I and I, I will probably get this wrong, so please check out our social media. But I believe it's open from Tuesday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to, I think, 5 or 6 p.m. Uh, and I think it's different, a little bit longer hour on Saturday. Uh, but there are some good hours, and uh, I think I might check it out this weekend, yeah. um, head down there and see what see what's going on. Yeah. So. Thanks for picking me up there. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> no problem. No problem. It's Again, we're just kind of blah. Just It's kind of yeah. mid. So. Uh, we also are in looking at some future 
uh, podcast, our next podcast, yeah. we're actually going to interview an art, a Fairborn artist. We are. Uh, do you want to talk about Erin? Yeah. So Erin uh, Smith Glenn, she uh, actually is um, kind of a friend of ours. Her daughter and my son are <laughs> good friends. Fantastic. Um, but Erin is a local artist. She is a professor at uh, Central State University. And her work is absolutely amazing. Um, she's been, uh, her artwork's been featured in the Dayton Contemporary. Wow. Uh, and she has pieces down in Springfield. And I mean, she takes her artwork uh, kind of all over. And uh, I just thought, you know what, Erin is just a beautiful human. Yeah. And she lives here in Fairborn. Um, we need to talk talk to her uh, just yep. to get her, you know, take. But she does a lot of um Kind of introspective pieces and just a lot of pieces that um, kind of highlight the black culture. And I, I thought, man, I just I want to hear her perspective on things. And sure. uh, when I was talking with her on Tuesday night, she <laughs> showed me a picture. She's like, you'll never guess who is at Central State. Don't tell. That's, oh, okay. That's going to be a tease. Oh, that's going to be a tease. She has a story about having an interaction with a very famous uh, musician. Yeah. So she's going to tell that story. I was going to like kind of tease. Let's let's call it tease. I think mm, in the business. Okay. So we're going to tease that. It's a reason to, to tune into our next podcast. But looking forward to hearing her story. Okay. Uh, and again, uh, you know, the thing that amazes me is the more you kind of dig into it, and the more you do some research, we have some amazing people that are from Fairborn and live in Fairborn, and it really is uh, uh, yeah terrific. I mean, I just I I'm blown away by. The talent that we have in this community, the talent we've had in this community. I mean, just the history and the current folks. It's just, yeah. it's tremendous. Yeah. So we're going to have Aaron on the podcast. And uh, there's actually another local artist that um, used to go to the church that um, I uh, was a pastor at. Her name is Sydney King. Um, and she's another incredible artist that has work uh, that's been in the Dayton Contemporary um, as well. And wow. um, she's had work down at Terry Lynn's. And uh, again, she's all over the place. She's had it down at Miamisburg. Um, and I'll be sure to share their links within our show notes. Great. Um, and I'd love to have Sydney on the podcast too. So Sydney or Alex, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> just hit us up and we'd love to get you on here um, just to talk about kind of who you are and and um, your work. And I think we'll also probably highlight them on our social media too, not Absolutely. just the show notes. We'll make them front and center. Absolutely. Uh, as we promote this, uh, the podcast. So again, um, tune in. We've got some really great things happening with this podcast. We're really, it, we've finally gone beyond just me talking and yeah. you talking, not that that is bad, no. but it's great to get other perspectives and bring people in and hear what they have to say and just tell their story. So I think that makes it a little bit better podcast. It makes it a little yeah. more uh, listen worthy. So maybe we'll grow our our followers and our downloads and yeah, I'd much rather followers. have people not listening to us, <laughs> but listening to other people <laughs> uh, for sure. Absolutely. And you know, the thing is I then get to learn too. So yeah. it's great because you get to hear what they have to say and have a meaningful interaction discussion. So yeah. uh, stay tuned. We have some wonderful guests coming up and we okay. look to continue that into this year and get some really great people coming on the podcast. Yep. That's the goal. So we, uh, this past weekend, uh, the Fairborn City Schools put on a production. Yeah. Uh, I unfortunately was not able to attend, but the reviews I heard of it were amazing. Uh, they did the Adams Family. We'll talk about it. I think you were there. Yeah, we went uh, Saturday night, which was their last uh, performance. And um, I have been, I've been seeing all the reviews on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Mary Reister shared a couple because her daughter was in uh, the pit. Right. And my kids were... Uh, asking to go and so we went on Saturday night and I've never 
I didn't even know there was an Adams Family musical. Right. Um, I mean, there's good Lord. There's so many musicals out there anymore, but so I had no idea what to expect. And I was blown away. Yeah. Um, Jamie Brower's son was the, the lead male and he did a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, he opened the, like the first major song and oh my goodness, could he sing? Right. Um, but the entire cast was phenomenal. Uh, it was funny. It was just a well done production from, from the music to the, to the stage, uh, to the stage hands, to the actors. I mean, the cast was fantastic. The decorations, the, I mean, sets and everything. Oh my gosh. It was phenomenal. I mean, Karen Garetta and John Garetta do a fantastic job. The, the orchestra was great. I mean, I, I was blown away that this was a high school musical. Right. If if you missed it, you, you miss an incredible show. Right. So they did, it's only one weekend run. Uh, they yeah. did it, I think, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, all the reviews I heard about it were terrific. Yeah. Um, I think the next thing, uh, and I want to maybe speak out of turn here, I know they do a jazz um, Yeah, they do a jazz fest. Coming up in the spring, typically. Yep. So, um, again, the music department in Fairborn, uh, Karen and John Garetta, do a phenomenal job. Uh, from marching band mm-hmm. to everything, yep. uh, we're in good hands with those two, and and they put on some quality events. Yeah, I think they're in drum sees like drum band, drum like Winter Guard or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I'm gonna get it totally wrong, so That's I'm not okay. even gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs> uh, just drums. Drum, drums. Yeah, they're in the drum competition season. There we right. go. So think. Uh, Talking about, and that's a good segue to our next thing, talking about schools and a performance that was had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anybody that has watched our social media, or actually I think blew up on Fairborn Communicates, uh, saw a interesting performance from one of our police sergeants. Yeah, Johnny McGuire. Johnny McGuire has some moves. <laughs> he does. That man has some, and you know, you have to understand, uh, a police officer in full uniform, that's not a, uh, like a, Something that is very conducive to moving yeah. uh, because of all the protective equipment. They've got a belt. They've got all these, you know, every accoutrements, everything attached to them. It's hard to move. Yeah. Uh, and he, you know, shook his tail feather. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he really, he got out there and, he, sure and did. he busted a move. And uh, if you've not seen it, he, he did a dance at the f- basketball game yep. last week to Thriller. The I Thriller, believe. which yeah. I thought was an interesting choice. Right. And I've yet to have confirmed, and I'm not really sure I want to have it confirmed. Was that prearranged? I don't know. Or was it just the song came on, John yeah. felt the felt the spirit? <laughs> I felt the spirit. <laughs> and, spirit moved him yeah, to do right. the thriller dance. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, because the cheerleaders weren't doing it with him. So, right. So if it was prearranged, I would think that they were, you know, maybe doing it with him. They would have something, right? At least uh, they would do something with him. Because they were just stunned. He looked like he was overcome with uh, something, and he was doing it. The spirit just filled his soul. Michael Jackson enveloped his body and (laughs) took him over. It's it's terrific. I'm surprised it has not gone nationally viral, frankly, uh, because it is just a wonderful thing. John's, if you know John, is just a terrific human being. He is. Uh, Super nice guys. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, if you get a chance, uh, go on to Fairborn Communicates. I believe it's there. We probably shared it, too. We did. did. Uh, But... If you want to see what uh, one of our police sergeants can do. Yeah. So a leader of younger police officers, hopefully, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe that's part of the training. I don't know. Could be. We'll see. I feel like his family's seen that once or twice. You would think he'd have to. Yeah. 
have to. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to Sergeant McGuire <laughs> for uh, the the pretty hot dance moves. I got to give him credit. He's he's uh he's got talent. I, yeah, he's got talent. More so than I. Uh, more so than probably you and I combined. Yeah. Uh, and which means I'm zero. So yeah. right. If I did a dance, it'd be viral for a whole nother reason, <laughs> and I'd probably have to move out of town. <laughs> Just saying. But anyway, we also, uh, last week, I think the week before, Fairborn uh, Chamber of Commerce put on the Fairborn Night at the Wright State game. Uh, and I'm probably going to jinx it for future years, but I don't think Wright State's ever lost on Fairborn Night. Oh. Uh, because they won by, had to be a good 30 so points. Healthy margin. Uh, yeah, they beat, the, well, at one point it was 30. I think they ended up winning by single digits. but. Oh. They were putting a, a hurting on, <laughs> I think yeah. it was Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Uh, putting a hurt on them and, and just playing super well and um, ended up winning the game, which is, you know, Milwaukee's at the top of the league. Yeah. And they beat them twice now. So And and if I'm not correct, like, since then, like, they've been playing pretty well. They have. They had one loss. Um, I think they had a loss on the road. Uh, but last, they played last night. They put 100 up last yeah. night. Uh, so, yeah, they've had a bit of an up-and-down season, but still playing great basketball. Yeah. And I think should uh, be a contender in the Horizon League tournament, I was going to say, I, th- I feel like they're they're making their stride at the right time. Yeah. So we do Fairborn Night or have done Fairborn Night pretty much every year. COVID kind of put a, yeah. a monkey wrench in all that. So it hasn't been as consistent the last few years, but kudos to the Chamber for putting that together. It's a wonderful event. They do a nice uh, pre uh, pre-game I mm-hmm. guess it's literally a pregame uh, where you can go and have a little bit of food. They do some some drawings and um, the tickets are really inexpensive. I right. think the schools had tickets for ten bucks, mm-hmm. um, five five dollars. Sorry, yeah, five. Um, so you could get them through the schools. It's and it's quality basketball. I, you know, I'm a basketball nut. That's probably my favorite sport to watch uh, live, and it's just terrific yeah. experience. So. A shout out to our our folks for putting on the Fairborn Night. We'll do it again next year in February. Yeah. Uh, so when you start to hear about it, please order your tickets. Uh, come to the pre-event and just have a good time. Yeah. So. I have to blame the uh, the right state president for for your shoe addiction. For my sh- new shoe addiction, <laughs> right? Yeah. If you've not seen uh, President Edwards, she has a very very nice pair of Air Force Ones. That are green and white and right state colors. Are they Air Force Ones? Uh, they're either Air Force Air Ones Force. or Jordan. Yeah, they're either. Maybe they're Jordans. I think they're Jordans. I think they're Jordans. Uh, She's got a great shoe collection. Yeah, so uh, that is, unfortunately for Megan, I uh, was exposed to those. We've, we've, you know, we had this conversation, yeah. not that, you know, we're just trying to fill time. We've only been going for 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> Megan has sort of uh, run the gamut of her shoes since we started. It's, you know, we went from flip-flops. Well, you won't let me wear them. Correct. So, so flip-flops turned into really hey dudes. No, my, no, it went flip-flops because you won't let me wear those. Those right. are, I mean, that's preferred. Right. I would wear those every day. But you yeah. said, you say no. That's true. Um, so that went to Converse. Okay. Chucks? It, yeah. All right. Because um, I have to wear those. Right. I mean, I had to wear shoes. Right. Period. Right. Uh, then I went to Vans. Okay. Because I saw... We all have Vans. Yeah, we all have Vans. Yeah, van I'm like, oh, those look nice. Right. Yep. Um, and then I kind of... I went back and forth to Vans and then Converse. Okay. And I'm like, I, I just need something different. Right. So then I switched to the Hey Dudes. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I just need something different. Right. I want to be different. I enjoy being different. And then I'm like, oh, 
Yeah. Nobody's wearing those. So <laughs> so uh, if you were to, to track Megan's shoe value on a scale, it would be <laughs> up high with, uh, well, I don't know what flip, flip-flops are probably down low, but let's say Converse are up here. Yeah. You step down a bit to go to Vans because those typically aren't expensive. Right. You step way down to go to Hey Dudes, <laughs> no. and then you shoot skyrocket up hockey stick style up for these uh, Nike Air Force yeah, that uh, was ones. Not, I think probably not a good financial call. Uh, you know, you it's what? Why not? Say la vie, right? Say, yeah, say la vie. Yolo, right? <laughs> Yolo, that's it. That's right. Yeah, my bank did not appreciate the Yolo, right? Um, but hey, uh, but you know, I mean, it's and you know, it's. Whatever makes you happy, right? <laughs> That's what I'm It's hoping. the little things. <laughs> and I know there are probably some people that don't listen to this podcast or say they don't listen to this podcast, but probably listen to every word of it, that don't like the fact that we wear gym shoes in, in the city building here. But, you know, we have a very uh, – uh, so one of the things I did is we we relaxed the dress code here. Yeah. Uh, just to be more comfortable, bring your most authentic self to work. Yeah. Um, and so you can wear gym shoes. You just can't wear sandals or flip-flops. <laughs> Uh, and so, you know, uh, but we do that because we try to, you know, if you're comfortable here, it's, you know, you yeah. do better work and so on and so forth. And I think the, the response from the community has been great right. with the exception of a handful of people and who can't stand the fact that we wear gym shoes to a Air Force Marathon event. Right. Um, but it's, you know, it, we just do that because it's, you know, we try to bring your most authentic self, as I said, and whatever makes you comfortable. And so, unfortunately, that has led Megan to this addiction where she has bought multiple pairs of these Air Force Ones. Yeah. Or are they Jordans? I, I'm they're, not a sneakerhead. I'm sorry. Well, I wasn't either until my 14-year-old son yep. got me into this. So we should have Matt Klein on the show. He's a, we should he's have a, Matt shoe, Klein. He's a sneakerhead. We should. Um, I think he does some resale of sneakers. He also does just another pair of shoes uh, for the... Uh, school districts around here. Matt's a Fairborn, Fairborn graduate, Rice State graduate, just a super individual. Again, we'll we'll put him down on the list to, to bring on the podcast. That's a great idea. See, look at that. Us. We thought of a show idea. Filling time, talking about my shoe addiction. <laughs> right. Um, we are just vamping here. That's <laughs> great. But, you know, us vamping, uh, I will say one of my favorite stories about me working here and, and you um, was... Is this safer? Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. No, no, no. It's was I finally told Rob that uh, I would accept the position. And I'm telling you, I don't wear shoes. Like, right. I think I had a pair of shoes. Like, right. I had like three or four pairs of flip flops and sandals. I mean, I wear I th and I'm not kidding you. I had like a pair of winter shoes, a pair of dress shoes for church. Right. And um you know, a pair of running shoes and, and whatnot. And then the rest were sandals and flip-flops. Right. I hate shoes. I signed the contract or whatever the agreement. And the next like word out of your mouth was, and now I need you to wear shoes. <laughs> and I'm like, right. did you literally wait for me to sign? Well, I mean, you think something that's understood, Right, but no, not in my uh, world. Apparently not, yeah, apparently not, not in my world. But it's you know, as a as I say, it's turned out for the best. It has it's been okay. My toes have hated it's it. It's been okay, right? You're right though. <laughs> it's okay. Like so much so that I would, I used to walk in in my flip flops, change my shoes oh, like yeah. Mister Rogers, right? <laughs> like, right. In a, in an act of defiance, <laughs> she would walk into the building in flip flops and change her shoes. Yes. That's going to blow some people's minds, and so their heads are going to explode. I but. know. 
Like so much okay. that they probably wouldn't believe it, but I. Oh, oh, 100% true. You probably, if you, I'm, I think you've done that this summer. I think you yeah, still do it. I yeah, I did. Yeah. I used to have a pair of shoes here yeah. just to keep here. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, let's do this. And we're not going to do it. We'll probably not have an Easter egg today, or will we? Hmm. I got to listen to the end. Uh, but if you have a favorite pair of shoes, yeah. send it to us. Info at fairbornoh.gov. Let's see them. Um, yeah. Because the, and, and I will, uh, I like shoes. I'm not a sneakerhead. I don't invest in them. But be, and for the main reason is I wear them. Like I, I buy a pair of shoes to wear. <laughs> and so there's this whole thing now of not <laughs> creasing them. And you have like crease, like preventers. Um, uh, yes, I bought them. We, we need a sneaker so person, so we got to get Matt in here to talk about this. We do need to. I don't understand it, and, and but it's, there's a whole – my and maybe I'm just too old because there is – the younger generation is knows about StockX. I know. I have never been – I've, ne- I've seen it. I've never downloaded the app, uh, but there's a whole another world of, of shoe flipping. There are. There's actually a couple of stores at the Fairfield Mall that do f- – like drip. Yes. Oh, some I know. Shoe flipping there. I mean, it's just, I don't. I didn't, I didn't go there. Well, I have gone there because of my son. Right. But he's so, 14. So it's like his world too. So we'll get Matt on here to explain all that for us. That'd be amazing. A couple items of business before we log off here. We have, uh, you put on social media that are ARPA money. Yep. Uh, that's the American Rescue Plan Act dollars. That's the federal COVID relief money. Uh, the city received a little over $6 million in that money uh, to use for COVID relief for businesses and also can be used for projects. We have a, uh, we are releasing a, a portion of that money for some facade improvements. Uh, now, facades are typically the fronts of buildings. It's meant to do more like a fix-up, clean-up type of thing. If you've got a commercial building that uh, needs maybe a new storefront because the one you have is you know from the 1960s uh, and want to do an improvement, that's how that money can be used. Not meant to be used for maintenance things. So if you need a new roof, this isn't your money. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, it's not something that it really has to be used for the facade, something that we can see a noticeable difference from the outside. And we do have a couple of property owners that are interested in doing this, but we have uh, probably enough money to do three or four projects, depending on uh, the type of projects we get. So if you're interested, if you have a commercial space and you'd like to do an upgrade, uh, just let us know and we'll certainly process that request. Is this for any business in Fairborn or is this like just downtown? No, it's not specific to just downtown. I think the okay. ones we've had interest from are downtown businesses. Uh, we certainly will, if we get overrun, we probably will make a preference for downtown businesses. But no, we've we've released some facade money in the past for other businesses okay. outside of downtown, and it's really for anybody that has a commercial property that wants to do a facelift. Okay. Just wanted yeah. wanted to clarify. So applications are available, probably open for the next thirty days or so before we start making some April awards. 3rd. April third is the deadline. So we have over a month now, uh, which is great. So. Uh, you have some time to get that information in. It takes a little bit more time to, to put that together. So, uh, But that is uh, another uh, tranche of our opera money is being released for our facades. Uh, we actually had, if you uh, saw the Daily News, Nick Blizzard, who is notorious for posting a story in Fairborn Communicates before anywhere else, uh, we actually have a defense contractor that's moving to Fairborn. Mm-hmm. Um, they are moving from Beaver Creek over to Fairborn. Our city council just approved an incentive for them uh, on Monday. And so it is, uh, they're moving into a building on uh, National Road over by Peerless Technologies. Uh, the defense contractor is going to provide about 60-some jobs and about $8 million payroll. We gave them an incentive, and I think there's some question online about 
why would we do that? What is, you know, why don't I get an incentive type of thing? Right. And I just want to briefly explain, I think if you uh, listen to our uh, government ops pod and the economic development section, we talk a little bit about this, but when we look at recruiting businesses, uh, we have an, in, we, the city has an income tax and it's, it's 2% you have uh, 1% is for police fire roads. The other 1% is just for general fund. When we look at doing an incentive, we never give an incentive on the uh, police fire roads portion. So that 1% is always uh, intact. When If we're looking to give an incentive, we never uh, waive any of that income tax. We do, uh, on the other 1%, uh, look at times to doing um, some, uh, it's it's not a refund, We can't, but it's a uh, an incentive based off of the 1%. In this case, uh, this company is getting a 52% rebate of the 1%. So we are getting 1.48% of the income tax we would normally get. Now, that's a bunch of, you know, that's a little bit in the weeds and a bunch of whatever. The reason we do that is because 1.4% of something is better than 0% of nothing. So that right. if that entices them to come in, that is revenue to the city that goes to the bottom line. That hopefully relieves some of the tax burden off of the residents uh, because we rely heavily on income tax. So... That probably confused more people than it made sense to, but um, we'll try to do a, a little bit more with economic development in, in the future. Maybe we'll talk more economic development in this, this summer uh, and talk a little bit more about our programs. But um, if you do the government office pod and go to the economic development one, we maybe just explain a little bit better how we operate and why we do that. So I'll put the link to that one in the show notes too. Great. So check the show notes. Um, other couple projects that are up. The marathon is open on DYS and Kaufman. Yep. Uh, they finally got the signs up there. The sign is on. I believe they're open mm-hmm. and pumping gas. So that that's terrific. Um, we are still waiting on sheets. The other uh, uh, yes. convenience store gas station open up. Daniel News also did a great story about a month ago about why are we seeing all of these gas station convenience stores in the Dayton region. Um, and so I suggest if you and I don't I'm not sure not sure if it's a uh, if you have to have a subscription to see that. I'll look for it. Uh, but it is a good uh, explanation as to why we're seeing all these uh, convenience store gas stations. One is location. We have a very long stretch of 675 that is essentially uh, bisects Fairborn. We have three exits off of 675. Uh, so there's a, you know, all that traffic is a generator. That's one of the things. The other one which I thought was interesting is that Ohio does not regulate the quality of gasoline. Uh, so we have no standard for gasoline in Ohio. And so the theory in this story is, are we getting uh, all these things open up so they can bring their the gas they cancel in other states to Ohio? Um, so I think it's more have to do with location uh, because we have you know a ton of people driving on 70 and 675. They see an opportunity. We haven't had a lot of uh, growth in convenience stores in the last 10 years. We have in the last two to three. Uh, so we're seeing all these now. And, and the... The convenience stores are changing. The two, the, the ones we're seeing now with the Casey's and now the Sheets are more uh, food. They have a better food component. So right. it's not just the roller hot dogs and the taquitos <laughs> or whatever you get from Speedway. Nothing against those. Uh, there's been a time in my life where I love those and probably ate more than I should have. <laughs> uh, but it's more uh, it's more of a homemade or gourmet food right. aspect to it. So um, it's almost like a restaurant that mm-hmm. serves gasoline. And in that case, we're happy to have more restaurants at Fairborn. So that was a lot of talking. You get, I just, we'll, we'll link to that story in the show notes. Yeah, I'll, I'll Google it. Look for it. Okay. I'm a sleuth these days. You are. You have done some excellent research these last couple of days. Sleuthing. Um, 
I don't have anything else. We've got uh, coming up. We've got Easter is on the horizon. It is. Um, our next event is uh, our next event. Patrick's Day. And that's I probably should have mentioned that. So we have if you're listening to this and it is released, it is Thursday. It is Thursday. It will be released today. It will be released today. Today is Thursday, the 9th of February. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are inclined next Friday, which would be the 17th. Yep. I will be here. We we <laughs> we will. You will be missed. I know. I'm super sad. Next Friday the 17th, our mayor is going down to WTUE to announce our 30 days to St. Patrick's Day kickoff. So we wait, we've we a little bit behind in promoting that this year, but I want to do the 30 days of St. Patrick's Day. He will read a proclamation on, over the air. Uh, we will have a celebration in, in gearing up for our St. Patrick's Day event, which is going to be on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, which is a Friday this year. Uh, and that is going to be probably a really good time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. if you're so inclined and you're, you'd like to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, uh, we are going to put on a show Friday, March 17th in downtown Fairborn. Uh, the band lineup will be uh, announced here soon. Uh, we have really good bands coming this year, and it should be an excellent time. Are we allowed to announce those? Uh, we are not going to announce those right now. Okay. So we'll wait. Probably the next episode, we'll see. Okay. So we'll see what we're see how it goes. So that's all I have. Megan, anything else that we need to cover? I don't think so. I think I'm good. Okay. That's been it for episode 19 of Rumor Has It Podcast. We only 30 minutes or so. It didn't take much time. Barely enough time to, to do the laundry and run the vacuum while you're listening to us. <laughs> well, yeah. If that's what you do. That's what you do. Or if you have a very short commute. Very short. Listen to us in the car. So thanks for listening and we'll see you around town. Okay, I said we weren't going to have a Easter egg I lied. Um, we are going to, this is the release of the bands for St. Patrick's Day. So don't tell anyone, if you hear this, don't tell anybody. But we are going to start at noon on Friday the 17th with Doolahan. It's the, the Irish band uh, that plays all around town. They're terrific. They will go from noon to two. We have a band, The Weekend Effect, coming up at 2.30. They're terrific. Mm-hmm. We have the band Big Mother. Coming on at 5.30 to 7.30. I've not seen them, but just the name alone. I was say, that might be my favorite name. Terrific. Big Mother. Big Mother. Uh, and then closing out the show this year are the Hathaways yeah. from 8 to 10. Uh, and everything I hear about the Hathaways is they are terrific. Sound, so, it kind of sounds Irish. A bit. A bit Irish Rocky. I don't, maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. So uh, please come on down. It'll be $10 to get into St. Patrick's Day. Pay yeah. at the door. Um, it's going to be a good time. We have food trucks. We have Irish dancers. Uh, we've got everything that you expect to be there at St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. So come on out. All right. See ya. See ya.